previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. So this was about an hour later. He gets pulled over by a police officer and he's like, what did I do wrong? I wasn't speeding. There's literally no one around. And the cop walks up to him and he says, hey, I just want to say you didn't do anything wrong, but I, when you swung by here like an hour ago, I saw the uh, Tony Kornheiser sticker on your car. I just wanted to say La Cheeserie to you. <laughs> Guy got pulled over by a cop in New Mexico. <laughs> Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, hey Littles. Littles. Roxy. Chuck. Jam-packed. Again. Again. Jam-freaking-packed. I mean, we've got your emails. We've got tiny little suggestions. We've got guest book messages. Yes. That's I keep forgetting about I that. I completely forgot about it. Sorry about that, listeners. We've got five mediocre minutes. So stick around yes. for that. Oh, and of course, an amazing Meet the Littles guest. Obviously. What more could you want, Littles? I mean, that's all I can say. What more could you... Fr- oh, oh, and <laughs> we have our mid-season fantasy football update. Oh, yeah. Okay, because we're halfway through. Oh, my gosh. The football season is halfway through. That's weird. I hope that makes listeners as sad as it made me when I just said it and I was thinking about it. We're halfway done. But we're only in November. I know. Well, it only lasts till January, Roxy. I mean, basically. I mean, yes. Then the playoffs. Then the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, they last a while. So it's lots more football left. Right. But as far as the actual season. So, like, if your team sucks, like, well... I mean, mine still has a fighting chance at a playoff spot at three and five. Mine does not. But yes, you do. We do? Yeah, you still have a shot. I don't know. Everyone's still in it. I mean, with eight games left, everyone is still pretty much in it. I mean, you've got one win teams that obviously they're pretty much out. But anyway, let's. we don't have time for that. We don't do that. Leave that to the big show. Let's get right into the uh, email, shall we? Okay. Jamie Armada, episode 153. He writes, now, we're still flying high about the Michael Sands episode. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was just amazing. Mm -hmm. And we've gotten so many great comments. Here's one. What a great episode. Viva la cheeserie. Put the stupidest smile on my face walking down the street on my morning walk. Stupid smiles are the best smiles. All right. What's next? All right. Next, we've got Chris Davenport, episode 65. Michael, I spent many weekends in early to mid-90s visiting IU and hanging at the Varsity Villas and, of course, Kilroy's on Kirkwood. Chuck, I'm going to be that guy. The Keith Smart baseline jumper was 1987. Yes, yes. Well, I just remember because I was in eighth grade, and that was the year the Red Sox lost to the Mets. So that was 86, mm-hmm. forgetting that, of course, the March Madness would be the year after. But I was still in eighth grade. That's why just I don't know why I'm defending that. But he's right. He's absolutely right. <laughs> All right. Then we heard from Lee Gordon, episode 80. He loved the episode as well. He thought Michael was a great interview, but he also says, and we also talked about Ames department store, which we did. We uh-huh. talked about James Way and Ames. Yep. Now, no one wrote in about James Way. No. Listeners, no one knows what James Way is. Do you remember James Way? Ames was another one. He said he just he did commercials, of course, for Ames in the 90s. Nice. And he also did some in-store PA announcements, he Ooh. said. This is one of my favorite one. Martin Coensberg, episode 99. He just wrote... Hashtag, it's a cheese counter at a liquor store, FFS. <laughs> I'll let you all do the math on that. All right, next we heard from Steve Osbolt, episode two. The great and flavorful. Yes. One, goober grape is awesome and goober strawberry is even better. B, uh, <laughs> Sammy I can't all the believe way. you read this. I handed this to you her little. You gave it to me. Well, of course, but I didn't think you'd, I thought you were going to look at it and go like, I'm not reading that. I follow directions. All right, what was B? B, Sammy all the way. 
Oh, Sammy, yeah, as in Hagar. So he's disagreeing uh-huh. with Michael, actually, on that one. Yep. Anyway, then we heard from Kristen LeBlanc, episode 176. You notice how I left that one for me, just yep. so I could say his name. Obviously. Once I'm done eating the cereal, I drink the milk and then go for seconds and pour more cereal and more milk. But going for seconds almost got me, though, he says. <laughs> then he says, quick story about catch. We have a family slow pitch tournament in my hometown every year, so each team is a group of people with the same last name. It's a small town. Backstory on my dad. He had his own company, and he was always busy and didn't have a lot of time to spend with me and my two brothers. So after the first few years of this tournament, he calls me up one day and says, Hey, what are you doing after work? Would you want to play catch? My response was, are you dying of cancer or something? Oh, my gosh. He wanted to join the team and practice, so he came over every night to play catch. Even though I was 30 years old at the time, it was great. Aww. I'm not crying. You're crying. I know, right? That's what he says. Then he wrote, chickens walking around the yoga studio or goat yoga is just a no for me. <laughs> I don't like it that there are humans in the class, and I definitely don't want animals. <laughs> The greatest thing ever was finding a product called Goober Smooth Peanut Butter, and we call it jam in one jar. Amazing stuff. My friend said, can't you just put peanut butter and jam on your toast from a separate jar? I said I could, but this comes both in one jar. Now, my question is... Peanut butter and jam? Well, my question is, again, where do you store it? Do you put it... He must put it in the fridge. You have to. I can't deal with peanut butter in the... I don't know why. I guess I could. I just... To me... Peanut butter has to be room temperature, which is ironic now that I'm thinking about it for all you people that want me to have room temperature butter. Butter. <laughs> anyway, I'm calling myself oh. out before I get the emails. Put those emails down. All right, Roxy, the time has come. Yeah. Next, we heard from Brandon Borzelli, episode 178. Guess who? <laughs> Halloween just ended, and after getting over 300 trick-or-treaters, we were left with roughly 80 pieces of candy. Always opting for multiple bags of various varieties, we are left with basically seven different kinds. Ranking them, which do you take and which do you definitely leave? In no order, assume all are fun-sized. One, Rolo. Two, Heath. Three, Whoppers. Four, Jolly Rancher Lollipop. Five, Nestle Crunch. Six, Twizzler. Seven, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Kit Kats also were in the mix, but they were tiny amounts compared to the others. Brandon Borzelli, Lebanon, New Jersey. Fair enough. Can I, I lost track of the list. Yeah. So what, what did you say? What would I say? What yeah. would I take? I would probably take the Twizzlers. The Twizzlers. Um, and I'm also, I'm a sucker for Kit Kat, so I guess those didn't make the list, but I would always go for a Kit Kat. I would definitely leave the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Well, he said most of the Kit Kats were gone. That's right. what he was saying. Yeah, right. which makes sense since you're liking them too. Yeah, yeah, this list, I'm not too big on the list. I got to be honest. I mean... Whoppers are pretty good. I'll eat Whoppers, but again, they're okay. Nestle Crunch, okay. Oh, yeah, I like Nestle Crunch. I mean, Crunch. I like a good lollipop, but there's nothing on there that I'm like, oh... That's what I want. Even the Kit Kats. I'm just like, they're okay. I like the Twizzlers. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Then we heard from Mike Wolf, episode TBD. But we've met Mike many oh, times. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. met Mike here in New York City. Yep. All right. He just has, here are some suggestions for possible segments on the show. Ooh. Okay. Interview guests about their small wood carving projects and call it Meet the Whittles. <laughs> this is, you know, this is funny. This is, this is reminding me of the dad jokes. What was the name of that tiny little suggestion we had? Doc uh, Talk. Doc Talk. Yeah. Then he says, interview guests about their favorite recipes from Granny from the TV show, The Beverly Hillbillies. Call it Meet the Vittles. <laughs> or interview New Jersey Nets shooting guard, Carrie, and call it Meet the Kittles. 
<laughs> I like the whittles. Fun and dumb. That's us. <laughs> I like the whittles. All right. Then this one's on me. Greg Sharamita, episode 154. Chuck, that note from Greg from Ashburn about the code for the books was me. So not TBD. Episode 154, you dope. <laughs> All right. I added the dope. He didn't write that, but I knew it was coming. So anyway. Well, it's probably my fault, too, because I didn't even catch it. Uh, well, look, 184 episodes. I mean, it's a lot. It's hard to remember where everyone's from, for Pete's <laughs> sakes. OK, I mean, unless it's, we need a you know, Dina from Damascus or Dina right. in Damascus or Sully from Boston. Right. You know, it's like, OK, then we're fine. Right. But, all right. Anyway. <laughs> I guess he's now Greg from Ashburn. I did. I wasn't aware. Okay. So now we'll know. All right. Now let's get to our tiny little suggestions. So much to get into, Roxy. Before we do that, I have to say, you know, of course I listen to the big show. I know you don't. But big show. During Reginald's segment, did you hear the whole, he went to Elvis, blah, blah, blah. So they're picking someone. He talked about Million Dollar Quartet. He said maybe they should call it the Million Dollar Quintet with Reginald at the thing. I don't know. Nigel, if you're listening, thank you. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know. Maybe, sometimes he throws in these little things that I'm like, we just talked about that on our show. Maybe he's listening. And Nigel, if you are listening, please come on the podcast. We'd love to we have you. We would love to have you. Okay. Then, tiny little suggestion from Tony Beeson. It's not really from Tony Beeson. It's about Tony Beeson. <laughs> episode 9. I'm sorry. This was hilarious. I'm just giving a shout out. And check it out. I, I don't know where it is. It's probably on Facebook. But Man in the Kitchen, he has this whole segment. Of, you know, he has this whole video. It's called Man in the Kitchen Videos. And especially the one he just did recently where he mixed Tillamook ice cream with Tillamook beef jerky. What? They're two different companies. Well, you have to watch the video. It was kind of funny. And so I'm giving it a shout out. Bravo to you, sir. It was a good job. And I just thought it was kind of funny. It was gross. It was disgusting. I'll but, have to go watch it. But he literally takes Tillamook beef jerky and dips it in the Tillamook ice cream. Huh. Now, I don't know what flavor the ice cream was. I don't remember if it was just vanilla or what. But huh. anyway, he did it. All right. And now we have a quick, they're not apologies. I just feel bad. But we have a guest book. Right. I, I feel like we said this about a month ago, and yeah. I haven't checked it since. So we've got a few here. One was from Pepe, the sock guy, saying, hello, keep up the good, fun, and dumb, smart and funny. Steve Tashir, of course. Episode 114. Nice. All right. You want to do the next one? Sure. Now that you've got a bumper or multiple bumpers from TK, all you need is Greg Garcia to leave a message in this guest book. Maybe I am Greg Garcia. Maybe I am Johnny Redbeard Catfish. Maybe I am AI. Mo Warner, episode 86. All right. Then let's see. We heard from Tim Cree. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. What the hell was that? <laughs> Tim Cree, episode 107. <laughs> and then <laughs> we also heard from Brandon Verzelli, episode 178, in our guest book. Aren't guest books more like obituaries? If I leave my name, do I get a thank you card in the mail? This is so weird. I really feel like I need to leave a very spiritual note. Did anyone look at the emojis? They look like smushed peeps. They do, actually. That's funny. I love smushed peeps. But we love our guest book. So thank you, Dina and Damascus, for setting up the guest book. Oh, that's amazing. All right. And last but not least, let's get to it. Right. As we said, Roxy, we are halfway through the Fantasy Football League. Now, as most of you know, Fantasy Football 
For the Loyal Littles, we have three different divisions yes. in the Loyal Littles Fantasy Football League. This is where we have our own teams, Roxy. Yes. Let's go. I don't know if these divisions mean anything as far as the order. I know there was a thing where once you're in the league for so long, you get bumped up or if you win or something like that. Anyway, Division 1. First of all, shout out Sully from Boston for manning this all together. I think he took it over from Patrick Moffitt because he couldn't do it this year. So he's our commissioner for the Loyal Littles Fantasy Football League. Division 1, Gottfried Football Club. Now we all know who that is. Bobby Gottfried, episode 12. Then we have the Wakanada Warriors. That's Kevin Stanfield, episode 25. And then in third place, I named my dog RG4. That's Paul Parmley. Paul episode tbd who the heck are you yeah who the heck are you man all right <laughs> division two action jackson first place that's carter braun is that related to gary braun maybe maybe i don't know i don't I, it's not spike and i i don't know i don't know who that is moving on up is john miller don't even get me started there and then rolling with the mahomies jen babish in third place and that's in division two who no uh, not going there this time no this is a good point no <laughs> Because you know what, Roxy? I've turned a new stone on that because she's delightful. She is. She's absolutely delightful. And we got to meet her parents. Yeah. So we've met all the Babishes now. Mm -hmm. And her father, I asked him one time on the podcast, and it's one of my favorite responses ever. It's this was the response. No. Yep. That was it. No. (laughs) Not uh, really appreciate the offer, da, da, da. Or, you know, (laughs) let me think about it. No. No. So anyway, so I love the Babishes. Yes. So whenever they're ready, they know, as long as they know the invitation is there, yeah. I'm happy. Uh-huh. And then no pressure, Jen, but then we'll definitely get John because John says only if Jen comes on. Right. And then do you know the show, John and Jen? That's a great li- <laughs> That's a great <laughs> show, Littles. I can't believe I just put that together. <laughs> there is a show called John and Jen by Andrew Lippa. Fabulous. Broadway show. Yeah. Or off-Broadway it show. It was an off-Broadway show. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Fabulous. But there's a recording of it. Anyway, yeah. let's go to Vision 3. I swear we haven't been drinking. Division three, the Loyal Littles podcast. Oh, really? We're, yes, we're in first place. I'm seven and one. That's oh, me, Chuck. Oh, you are. Yeah. I'm not. You're not. Sorry. <laughs> Chuck, seven and one. Then we have William Chatner, Steve Lipton, six and two, episode 47. And then we have Nike's My Tenant. That's Eric Barnes. He's also at six and two. So they're tied. And that is episode 72. So those gents are right knocking on my door. Now, Full disclosure, as I said a couple episodes ago, Eric Barnes has already, he's my one loss, okay? Yeah. And I have to play Steve Lipton yet. I have a feeling that's, I think that's my sneaky suspicion. He's going to take over. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe. But anyway, then let's get into the sad. I don't like saying it's sad because it's our league. It's the Loyal Littles Podcast Fantasy Football League. The guillotine. But it's the guillotine league. So unfortunately, yes, it's time to say goodbye to somebody. And that somebody is Chris Davenport, episode 65. Yes. Yeah, episode 65. So, unfortunately, he didn't make the cut. As you know, every week we say goodbye to one. But we wanted to give you the full uh, full fantasy because we're halfway through the season. So we thought we'd give you the update. And also, quick shout-out to Patrick Smith, Smitty Scoop, for being our commissioner of the Loyal Littles Podcast Fantasy Football League. So thank you both to Smitty Scoop and Sully from Boston for all their hard work. Yes. So we really appreciate that. All right, Roxy, a lot of stuff in there, but lots more to come. Don't forget to stick around. We have a five mediocre minute segment coming up. But first, we'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hi, this is Kate Milan, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on WTFC. Enjoy.
tell you about this girl that I know People say her smile seems to glow She wanted to step out of the box Sick of feeling like a prop didn't wanna blend We are being played in this episode by Kyla Carter And this song is called Average Puzzle Piece now, if you like what you hear, you can find all of Kyla's music on her website, and that is kylacartermusic.com. Let me spell that for you. That is K-Y-L-A-C-A-R-T-E-R-M-U-S-I-C.com. Or you can follow her on Twitter, and that is at Kyla D. Carter. That's K-Y-L-E-D as in delightful, C-A-R-T-E-R, at Kyla D. Carter. And as always, we'll play the full song, Average Puzzle Piece, at the end of the podcast. I'm not your average puzzle piece or the perfect picture. I don't just fit in with the crowd. I stand out. I don't just go with the trends. I've got my own style. You can see me coming from a mile. I'm not your average puzzle piece. I don't all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy, another fun one. Oh, yeah. Please welcome to the podcast, Brad Phillips. Hey, Brad, how's it going? Hey, not too bad. How are you guys? Oh, we're great. We're good. This is mm-hmm. good. We're doing this in the evening. Now, we know you're a semi-new listener, right? Yes. Yeah, so I can say it's probably been about a month. Okay. So, yeah, that's definitely a newbie, mm-hmm. but not yes. a rookie. Yes. We're, we're no, not st- a rookie. Definitely not. I've, I've maybe made it the high A ball. <laughs> maybe if we're lucky. <laughs> It's playing for the Syracuse. No, that's AAA. But that's okay. Well, we what we're saying is you've heard a few episodes. You know what we do. So we're going to turn it right over to you. Please introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there. Tell us a little something about yourself. Sure. So, you know, like you mentioned, I'm Brad Phillips. And I grew up in the absolute middle of nowhere in northern Pennsylvania in a town that probably only people know because it's related to New England Patriots and other uh, shaving needs, such as Gillette, Pennsylvania, right on the border of New York and Pennsylvania. So if anybody's heard of that, I'll be shocked because that'll be the first person that I've ever met that isn't from that town that knows the town. Okay, but I'm I'm already confused. Now, Roxy had a look on her face like, you know, what does that have to do with the Patriots? Because the Gillette. Patriots so, play at Gillette Stadium. Okay, I, I knew that. Exactly. But, but that's so nowhere near the town, Pennsylvania. The town name is Gillette. So oh. it's Gillette without the E. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. okay. Is that That's right. where they make the, it's a razor, right? It is a razor, but it has absolutely nothing to do with it. That's the only way that I can explain to people <laughs> like, oh, so it's Gillette, Gillette without the E. Like, yes, yes. That's Gillette. It. Okay. So, nice. Yeah. All right. Yes, Sorry. It, Sorry it to interrupt. Truly, <laughs> no, no problem. It's truly in the middle of nowhere. And that's usually how I explain it. Awesome. So yeah. How many stoplights? Yeah. Zero. Zero. Okay, you win. We had where I grew up. We had one, and it was a flashing one, so just red and yellow. And so there's probably maybe four stop signs. Oh. So yeah, it's not that big. Wow. Okay. All right. What was yeah. that like? Where'd you go to school? Did you get out? Like, is that what you wanted? Or are yes. you still there? Yes. So I have gotten out. I ended up going to college at a small private school in Western New York called Houghton College. Although I read recently on the internet that they're now Houghton University. It's out near Buffalo in the Rochester Mm -hmm. area. Yeah. And then from there, ended up going to grad school because, you know, as a normal, regular people, I had no idea what I wanted to do when I grew up. So Mm -hmm. I was a history major. 
and I was going to teach, but I'm like, yeah, do I really want to teach? And the answer no was, was no after doing the, you know, going through New York State, dealing with the regents and how schools have to prep for that. And wasn't my gig. So went to grad school, got my master's in business administration, still didn't know what I wanted to do. So went on and got a degree in labor and employee and labor relations. Oh, wow. Okay. Now I have to go back. Did you take the, the sure. teaching certification test? No. So okay. technically I'm probably nine credits short from student teaching, but I did spend a few weeks in a high school in inner city Buffalo, uh, which was absolutely amazing, but you know, it just wasn't for me. Right. Right. No, I, cause I went through all that. That's why I was mm-hmm. kind of laughing inside oh. when you were just talking about it and the regents and all that stuff. But I did, I, oh, it was horrible. <laughs> when I was in high school, I, in college, I DJed a little bit and I had, okay. I, I had to DJ a gig the night before I was out to like 1am and then I had to be there at like 7am at SUNY Albany to take this certification for teaching. And mm-hmm. ugh, I passed the, there were two sections and I passed the one by like three points. <laughs> And then yeah. never used it a day in my life, unfortunately. Yeah. But at least I had, I was certified for the 10 years mm-hmm. if I right. wanted to use it. it. Yeah. There's always that fallback. Yeah. Yeah. So if it ever, if it ever got real, you could always do it if you so chose. Yeah. 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 I never liked but, that, honestly, though. I never thought anyone, because no, a lot of my friends did. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I needed to fall back on. I'm like, but should you really be a teacher if you're just falling back on it? That means you really don't, if your heart's not in it. I mean, I get it. Like, look, we all need jobs and things like that. Yeah. But that's kind of how I Your heart could it, eventually get in it. Maybe. I you don't know. You have that one or two students who really yeah. make you feel like, no, I'm, I'm doing something great here. Well, that's a, there's a lot of performance majors mm-hmm. in college that they're like, well, I'll just teach. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Absolutely. You know? Right. Yep. So anyway. No, I, and don't get me wrong. I mean, teachers do yeoman's work and God bless, God bless them. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It, it wasn't for me. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And I'm sorry. And you said you did what in grad school? So it's a master's in business administration and also basically HR, employee and labor relations. Where did you go to grad school? I went to Indiana University of Ooh. Pennsylvania. Hmm. Ah, I know it well. Those always make me laugh, like Miami, Ohio, <laughs> and, you know, Indiana, Pennsylvania. Uh-huh, you know, it's like, uh-huh. anyway. Um, well, you know what they say about Miami of Ohio? It is the original Miami University. That's right. Yeah. True. Very true. All right. And so now come around full circle. Where are you today? Today, I am in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania via DC. Uh, I spent, gee, since 2008 until about a month or so ago living in just outside of DC in Rockville. Oh, okay. And I don't know if you want to talk about this, but we were talking off air as we do before we come on to meet the littles and we discovered that you're a newlywed too. Yes. So I am a newlywed and my anniversary actually was just a couple days ago. So happy anniversary, Kate. You know, she would kill me if I didn't add that in as a plug. But is she uh, really going to listen to this? I mean, come on, <laughs> let's, let's be honest here. So to be honest, she probably will because she's like, I'm super excited and super oh. proud of you. I'm like, for what? I didn't do anything yet. <laughs> oh, that's so and then, sweet. And then at the same time, it is, it is very sweet. I definitely have a very sweet wife and cannot complain as far as that is concerned. As far as everything is concerned, let me amend that statement. Um, <laughs> well, I was going to say, blink yeah. twice, not that we can see you, if she's sitting right next to you right now. and uh... <laughs> She actually isn't. Okay. Uh, I said that on my own. I'm not being held hostage. <laughs> I said that on my own free will. I did not read that in front of the camera. Well, I'm signed in front of the camera. We're just going to keep dropping Kate all over the place now. So, hi, Kate. And we're glad you're with us if you're uh, around. So. I, I love that she's so supportive. This thing that 
is so difficult sometimes for people to explain, like people who are in the know to explain to people who aren't, because I've been there. I've been out of the know (laughs) for a long time. And Chuck here has been, no, you got to get into it. You got to, you know, listen, you got to talk to these people. And now I'm doing a podcast with him. So... (laughs) It, 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 you know what's really funny? She just assumes that everything that I say is coming from the Tony Kornheiser show. Of course. Like, where Love did it. you learn that? Love Tony? it. Default. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> so what if I did? You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. And, and, and Tony has played a, he doesn't know it, but played a great deal in my kitchen equipment. You know, <laughs> so I had to get a, a Revolution toaster. Nice. Um, that's what those wedding registries are for. You right. Ask for, those things, ask for those things you don't want to buy yourself. Yep. Right. And well, like, it's hey. funny. We were going to put one on ours and she didn't want me to because she has this really, it's very tricky with the <laughs> toaster oven. She knows what she likes. No, it's not mm-hmm. that I know what I like. I mean, yes, I've been using this one for years, but it's the fact that we have very limited space in our one right. bedroom apartment. And sure. even though our kitchen for a one bedroom apartment in New York it's City huge. is wonderful, it still has its, it's it, downfall. Our, our toaster oven has a very strategic space. It's placed very specifically. <laughs> and listen, I've taken the measuring tape to Bed Bath & Beyond to Target to all these places to measure new toaster ovens would fit in that space, and none of them do. Yeah. So, yeah. But we need a revolution at some point. <laughs> we, it's we, true. Got it. I got swear it. by it. Yeah. Uh, and I sold it by, but look at the touch screen. You can choose all these little things. And just at a press of a button, and it'll count you down, and it'll ding very nicely when it's done. And hey, does it, it record out. football games and stuff? Like uh, they not say, yeah. No. I think I think that's on the three point oh. Okay, okay. It's on the other <laughs> version. That's great. It, it, exactly. Well, and we know you've listened to a bunch of episodes, but it's only been about a month. You said. Do you even know that your lovely wife has a? She's a tiny. Yeah. Do you know what a tiny is? I do know what a tiny is, although I would probably say, is there something smaller than the tiny? Honestly, so, I would I would deem her a tiny because that's yeah. where I started. So our definition of a tiny is someone that puts up with a little. Yeah. And she clearly puts up with you. Yeah. So, I mean, hello, you made it a year. So that's good. That's true. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, real quick, before you have to already take a quick break, why don't we go into your fandom? I think it's pretty clear. Maybe, maybe not. W- what's your favorite sport? What teams do you root for? Oh, so that's a loaded question here in Pittsburgh. Oh. So I am a Bills fan. Uh, Whoa! I am a, yes, I am a Braves fan. So Whoa. in the in the '90s, when I was growing up, you know, it was either the New York Giants or the Buffalo Bills, as mm-hmm. far as who was on TV. Yep. Yeah. And I chose a life of suffering, being a Bills fan. Uh-huh. Although now we are finally starting to yeah. come around. Yeah, you're doing really well. And I can wear all of my gear with pride. <laughs> um, but again, it doesn't work out for me very well here in Pittsburgh. Same thing with the Braves especially after yeah. the Sid Bream slide, which was 30 years ago. I can't believe already. Yeah. Uh, but hey, how time flies when we're having fun. But I make up for it by being a Penguins fan. So, well, I was going to say, so I'm a little could, bit all over. It could be worse. You could be Cleveland. I mean, that would be much worse than the Bills, right. I would think. Or the Ravens. Uh, right. Or Capitals yeah. fan. So mm-hmm. there are any number, which was very difficult when I was in D.C. because the Capitals could never get past Pittsburgh. Right. Um, but it was great when I got to watch the Penguins end the series in one of the Stanley Cup years. I managed to get tickets to the series there and watch them beat the Capitals. So nice. it, that was always nice. Yeah. And so i genuinely curious now because you are all over the map like Chuck here. Mm-hmm. So am I. But obviously Pittsburgh doesn't have a basketball team. So are you a basketball fan and do you root for Cleveland? I, I don't know because that's the closest, <laughs> no. right? Yeah, that would be the closest. And no, I'm not really an NBA fan. Okay. Um I prefer college basketball. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, sure. And again, going against uh, everything that I should, I'm a Syracuse Orange fan. Uh, sorry, Chris. So that's a, <laughs> but 
go orange. Just tell them um, to eat it. It's okay. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Eat it, Salisa. There you um, go. And then, oddly enough, I recently became a Butler Bulldogs fan. Ah, um, okay. Mostly because I'm a huge fan of English Bulldogs and, and Bulldogs in general. So <laughs> I got to meet their live mascot. Uh, absolutely an Whoa. amazing dog, uh, an amazing mascot. So they do great work uh, out there at Butler. So free plug, uh, Butler University. Oh, wow. That's great. Nice. That's kind of neat. I got to meet the mascot. I yeah. never would have thought of that. Yeah. It's a live mascot. So, right. all right, real quick, Tony, how'd you become a little? So I always heard him talking about he has a podcast when I would listen to the PTI podcast because I never made it home from work in time to watch the actual show. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, what in the world is this podcast that he speaks of? And I could never find it, could never find it. And then all of a sudden, I found it probably around 2018 or so, Mm -hmm. uh, right around there. So and now, you know, it was in the five days a week era. So it was nice. You know, it would kill a lot of time at work. I'd go back and listen to old episodes that I could still get on the podcast stream. And that's how I got into listening to the podcast. But would watch PTI as much as I could, mostly around 2005, 2006, when mm-hmm. I was still in school. Mm-hmm. And then lost the way of PTI until, you know, I again found that they had a podcast. I was a little late to come onto the podcast thing. So right around 2018 is when I started listening to podcasts. Sure. So found PTI and then the big show. So. Yeah. Yeah, and the sad part is I lived in Rockville, so I was right on uh, Rockville Pike, which turned into Wisconsin Avenue, which would lead you right to Chatter, and I never made it down. You never know what you have until it's gone. I know, yeah. I know. No, I know, same thing here. Now, we're a little further. I, we didn't, we weren't driving right. by it all the time. Right. But, um, oh, I would drive by it all the time to go to, or ride by it to go to work, and then when they were doing the episodes at Clyde's there in the morning, uh-huh. every, you know, I think it was right around Thanksgiving or Christmas one yeah. year. I was like, oh, shoot, I really need to go. I have this day off. I'll go down. And then, you know, life happens. And yep. like, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it the next time. And then, you know, there and was no next gone. time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, listen, Brad, we've got a lot more to get into, but we're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Roxy. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And we're lucky enough to have Brad Phillips with us. And we just realized now, as most of you littles who come on the podcast know, when we take a break, we take a break and we get a little chit chatty and we just realized that I'm not even going to throw Roxy under the bus here. I'm going to say it was totally Chuck. It was Chuck (laughs) dropped the ball here. Okay. Because we had a little Twitter exchange, oh, about a week or so ago and I completely forgot about it. But Brad made some comment about Reese's Pieces, right? Yes, What's, about how there needs to be more Reese's Pieces Sundays in everybody's life. And Roxy took issue with that. Or should I say Doxy? <laughs> Doxy yeah, Doxy. Right. Doxy's the one that doesn't like him. Now, <laughs> so the funny part is I got a text today from a, another friend that said had never heard the podcast, but she was going to start. And that's the first thing she said to me was she's like, everybody needs more Reese's Pieces in their lives. So I'm already a fan. I didn't quite get that until I realized the last episode we had kind of talked about that. Let's start there. Is it? Reese's Pieces or Reese's Pieces? What is Reese's it? Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces? What, what do you say? <laughs> Reese's Pieces. I don't know. Oh, it's it's definitely Reese's Pieces. Reese's, I mean, Reese's because Pieces. It de- because it defies logic, right? We throw, <laughs> we throw proper English out the door whenever it's something that we really like. Right, It's right. Reese's Pieces. Okay. Yep. Now, let's dive into this a little bit because, Chuck, I'm a big fan of Reese's Pieces, okay? You mean Reese's Pieces? Reese's Pieces. However <laughs> you say tomato, I say tomato. No. Okay. Well, the reason I'm asking because friendlies. Do they have friendlies out there? I don't know if they do here in Pittsburgh, but they did near where I grew up. Right. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Because we're from yeah. Yeah, New York. Okay. 
Yep. So they would make a Reese's, Reese's Pieces Sunday, uh-huh. okay? But they would throw a ton of peanut butter in there with it, like actual mm. peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And first of all, it was smooth, so you know how I feel about that. But <laughs> now that makes sense, actually, on a Sunday. It was just too much for me. Uh-huh. But I love the Reese's Pieces. Yeah. I think Dairy Queen has a blizzard Oh, really? For I don't it. think I've ever mm-hmm. had that one. No, I yeah, will they, not. They def- yeah, they definitely have a blizzard. But, you know, it's not the same just not the same all right so where do you lie on this what's your favorite do you make them yourself or i try to uh whenever i have reese's you know it's funny i'm a big fan of reese's peas i rarely have them in the house but yes when i do have them i will make my own sunday i'm not ashamed of it i'll (laughs) shout it from the apartment balcony if i was standing on it well Um, and here's the thing i I may not like them but you absolutely should have them she has no problem with other people no you just don't like peanut butter and chocolate at all do you i don't although obviously i've tried the buckeye balls two different versions thanks to roop and tony beeson and it is okay. I think for me, it's the fact that the Reese's, Pe- Reese's Pieces, to me, it's more of like a fake processed peanut butter <laughs> and fake processed chocolate versus real peanut butter and real chocolate. Okay. Does that make any sense? Maybe. I don't mean any offense, but... No, and I'm starting to feel like I should be offended by that, but you're absolutely right. <laughs> you, are, you are absolutely right in that assessment. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. They sometimes can be a bit much, yeah. but that doesn't mean I don't want them all the time. And that's totally okay. Well, I was going to say, I'm more of a fan, honestly, with them just by themselves, not necessarily in a Sunday or anything like that. I just like the oh, candy yeah. itself. Mm-hmm. And I think it had to do with E.T. because that was the first time. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. I mean, everyone, I mean, Roxy wasn't born yet, but that's OK. Yes, I was. Right. I don't think so. Yes, I was. <laughs> no, you weren't. Not when E.T. came out. I don't know. No, no, oh. definitely weren't born yet. <laughs> but anyway, it's funny because we were talking about the chocolate and peanut butter thing. And this other podcast that we've done some things with uh, Girls Beer Sports it's a podcast based out of, I believe it's Lexington, Kentucky. Todd Takei could tell us for sure. And they had this big discussion on their last episode about how white chocolate doesn't go along. <laughs> Wait, I have to tell you this. I'm stopping right here. <laughs> Roxy just made a face because I didn't even know what the hell she was doing. She clearly just Googled E.T. I did. And found out when, it, when, when was it released, Roxy? 82? Yes. I, you know, I almost was going to say that. Was it? Is it that long it's ago? 82, 82. Yeah. yeah. She's thinking of the anniversary the, edition that came oh, out. Probably in the 90s. <laughs> in right. the 90s when she, right. right. In 92 for the 10 year anniversary. Yeah, right, right. Even maybe the and 15 listen, or I was still an 80s child. I you was were born an 80s in 89. child, but you were not. Well, yeah, anyway. All right. So I forget. Oh, they were talking about how bad white chocolate with peanut butter is because oh. they were rating, there was some, you might be into this, Brad. They were rating all the different types of candies like Reese's peanut butter cups versions like the Christmas trees there's hearts there's all these different types of shapes that they make basically a Reese's peanut butter cup out of right okay yep so they were rating them and there's some website that does this and they were going through them but they were specifically talking about how white chocolate with the peanut butter is terrible and I forget what they what shapes they were. It wasn't clouds or anything. What was it? Uh, wasn't snowflakes or I forget what it was. There's something where they use the white chocolate with the peanut butter, and they were saying how bad they were. And I love white chocolate. That's why I was saying. But are you on board with those? Oh, I am not on board with white chocolate anything. Oh, at I'm all. Sorry, Chuck. That's no, okay. not That's at all. There, if you have to add a different color in front of chocolate, you know, something's not right here. <laughs> but I, I will go as far as to say probably the Reese's. Christmas trees are the best of the, uh, well, the shaped version okay. of the peanut butter cup. And why are you saying that? Because of the ratio or because that's what they uh, were getting into? I, 
I don't know what it is, but they're by far the better. I like I prefer them better than I do the actual peanut butter. Cup. Right. Well, that's what they there was something about the ratio of chocolate to peanut butter. That's what mm-hmm. they were going into mm-hmm. with all this Maybe stuff. Maybe it's because I don't have to tear off that funky paper coating that always yeah. tears off the bottom part of the, yes. the cup. I don't know. So annoying. Paper, yeah. I'll take that as my answer. You know, it's funny that you brought that up because I saw a, a meme of that. And they showed the picture of that, and they're like, it's 2022. Can we not get on this, Rhesus? Like, come on, there's got to be a better way than this, right? Exactly. But you're right, because it always tears it off. Okay, no, wait. So I have another question. So Reese's Pieces versus Mm -hmm. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. The peanut butter cups are the larger, is that correct? Or are they the same? It's just different names. All the cups are the same. Yeah, the cups are the same. Well, and then the Reese's Pieces are basically just candy coating with peanut butter. It's like the M&M's. No they look like the M&M's. Yes. But with the... Except with peanut butter. Uh... That's why the M- peanut butter M&M's was basically a ripoff of Reese's Pieces. But yes. they do taste different. Uh... They are, yes. It, yeah. yeah. I think we just rocked Roxy's world here. <laughs> the thing... The more you know, Roxy, the more you know. <laughs> Information for life, So right? maybe now exactly. you'll actually try a Reese's Pieces no, Sunday. No, see, I was Were looking, you thinking you were putting was... peanut butter cups on a Sunday? No, I was thinking of... Like the Reese's peanut butter cups, which are a silver dollar size, say. And then I thought Reese's pieces were like the miniature versions of that. So they're still like a, they still look like a cup, but they're like more bite sized. So there are bite sized peanut butter cups. Okay. But those are not are, Reese's pieces. No. Those are not Reese's pieces. Reese's pieces are basically, as Chuck said, M&M's except with peanut butter on the inside. Okay. Right. But not peanut butter M&M's. There's definitely Correct. a big difference. Big now, difference. Let's tie this all up as we've totally taken his whole interview away. <laughs> but you're having fun, right? I mean, let's, you know, we're talking Reese's here. How can you not have fun? But we dropped the Reese's. ball because on Twitter. All right. Back to this. We right. said that if you were willing to come on the podcast and meet the littles, we would have a Reese's pieces here. I said, I'm going to get a bag and you will try one. And you said, well, maybe one. Right. And I was like, no, no, no. You could try a few, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, Chuck dropped the ball. I forgot to get them. And I can't even blame Roxy because a I was at the store today, uh-huh. and two when I just told her oh, this is how on. this is when we're how we're doing it now is uh, sometimes because she's in rehearsals I'm just like I'll text her quick and be like by the way we have a meet the littles guest tonight I don't I don't say who it is or whatever I just say we have a meet the because I'm busy setting up the appointments right, and all that right. stuff I don't know maybe we'll so, go out after the interview I'll take her out and we'll go get some uh, pieces <laughs> you'll have to carry me <laughs> <laughs> so this is what I hear they call in the business a tease we also had a discussion about whether or not you should air fry a hot dog yes. and that also blew my mind oh and I was going to run to the air fryer and try it okay. and then we were we were also going to talk about that so I think this is just the way of me saying I want to come back and talk some more okay well we do five mediocre minutes uh-huh. but I'm just gonna throw this out there just I'm gonna say 35 40 minutes ago we were eating air fryer hot dogs we that's were. what we had for dinner oh tonight. you yeah. guys are killing me so good so good I highly recommend it especially like if you don't have a grill yeah because uh, yeah. that's what it gives that flavor for some reason it gives you the flavor of like it was cooked on a grill it mm, I wouldn't them. go that far well, I mean it's the closest thing it's we're gonna get living thing. in a Manhattan city you know New York City apartment yeah I guess that's, that's not a luxury means. apartment with girls yeah. on the rooftop yeah right, right that's across the so street so about an hour ago I was either having chicken talons chicken tenders or chicken fingers I'll let the One I'll let them. the okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll let Eric air, air, air fried versions I think talons should catch on I think that's funny chicken talons Hey, um, some of them do look kind of talony. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah. There's no, there's no meat on those, right? That's all right. Well, details. <laughs> Brad, now that we've taken up your whole interview, we are not letting you get away without fun, dumb questions. We hope that's okay. No, that is great. Okay. Tell me three things you remember about kindergarten. 
Oh my goodness. Nap time was my favorite. Yep. I had to bring my own blanket because you can't just sleep on the carpet. That's, right. You know, what, what am I, a yeah, dog? They, right. They used to have these little <laughs> carpet squares, right? Exactly. Yep. Um, I used to ride a short bus to school and I think I liked it. I don't really remember too much about kindergarten. Oh. All right. What's a special hidden talent that you have that no one else knows about? Oh, man. I'm able to remain calm under hard situations, which, you know, a lot of people get freaked out. And I've somehow managed to keep biting my tongue, although I like the first one better. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a really good trait. All right. What would you do if you were invisible for a day? I would want to go to all of the Stanley Cup parties just to hang out. Nice. Whatever ones I could get into, although I'd be invisible, so I probably wouldn't have a problem getting into many of them. But what you do with the cup is always very secretive, mm-hmm. although not so much now with uh, social media. But you know. Okay. It sounds like you're a really big hockey fan. Yes. I enjoy all sports. I don't okay. Like all right. Choose, but... I don't like to choose one. Okay. <laughs> like... You can't put a label on. You can't put a label on me, Chuck. <laughs> uh, I would. I would dare. Uh, but no, I was like, we talked all about baseball. We talked about football and his yeah. Buffalo, and, the, and I don't remember the hockey coming up. Okay. It came up, no, but it I... was very quick. It was briefly. Okay. Yeah, right. it, it was brief. All right. Which TV family is most like your own? I would say, if we're talking about my current situation, we're all about the Goldbergs. Ah, okay. Love it. Excellent. Don't lie, Roxy. Roxy's not into it anymore. Okay. No, I do like, I love <laughs> the show. We loved the Goldbergs when it started. Loved the show. Oh my gosh, it's great. It's brilliant, right? Yeah. But it's changed now. It's not so much that, well, right. It's changed a little bit. I don't think. And I don't mean because of the actors. I mean, the one passed away, Ad- obviously. Yeah, the grandpa. I think Adam Goldberg, who was the creator of this. Yeah. I don't think he's a part of it anymore. I think there really? are new writers or something well, there, like that. Well, there is something going on because if you notice now, they don't do at the end, they don't do the actual home videos. Right. Of the, like they the, used to. They used to do that after yeah. every episode. They would show you the home video right, that yeah. the episode was based on. Mm-hmm. And they don't do right. that anymore. Right. So, so I, don't I don't know what's going I on. I don't think he ha- he's a part of it anymore. I, I also feel like, okay... Adam's well, like going up. to college yeah, now. So I think it's, it's time to. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I, I just, don't know. I do enjoy it, but yeah, no, I think it might have stayed around one or two years a little longer than. And, and to be, well, the funny part is, I didn't start watching it until last year. So Kate teaches piano lessons in mm-hmm. the evenings, and Wednesday nights would always be her busy nights. So I would work late in the home office and walk out to watch TV whenever she was done. Mm-hmm. And so I would watch the Goldbergs until everything was all said and done. Yeah. And then I got her into it. And over the summer, because there's nothing else on TV, we would we were binge watching the Goldbergs. And right. I think we're on like season five or season six right now. And absolutely love it. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's oh, yeah. the themed episodes, like The Karate Kid and all these 80s. Oh, oh they're It's hilarious. been such a great show. But yeah. I do feel like it's gotten a little, like it's the same formula every week yeah. now. It's a little less interesting, I She's guess. She's poo-pooing the Goldbergs. Let's move on. Uh, you, you know, I get it. But you if you know, like it, you like sometimes it. Sometimes you got to, oh, for sure. And I like it much more now that we've started from the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. So what you're saying is I'm going to be disappointed when we finally catch up because uh, we haven't watched any of the new stuff. Not necessarily. We're trying, to, trying to get there. Not necessarily. not necessarily. Because you still like you're still there like rooting for the family, rooting for each character to do whatever. So it's like that hasn't changed. I mean, the part that saddens me is it's set near Philadelphia. And, ew, why? 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, Roxy, a couple more. Oh, gosh. If you could have dinner with anyone from history, who would it be? If I'm allowed to bring my wife along, sure. I would say the Kennedys. Mm, that'd be fascinating. I like that. All right. What talent or skill do you wish you had? I wish I was more musical. Okay. I used to play piano as a kid and then stopped. Mm -hmm. So it's just one of those things where I'm not quite sure if it's like riding a bike or not. And I don't really, uh, I haven't tried to dust off those skills. So a little bit like Uncle Tony, oh, I want to be able to play piano. Yep. You, you want to be able to I just don't know if I'm any good at go it. to that dinner party. And if they have one, you want to just be able to sit there and entertain. <laughs> now, interestingly exactly. enough, you dropped a little while ago that your wife obviously plays because she teaches, right? Yes. So maybe she could teach you. I mean, probably not, right? I want to stay married. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Roxy and I went down that road yep. uh, about four or five years ago. <laughs> yep. And <laughs> it didn't work out so well. Nope. But we still ended up getting married, so that's okay. <laughs> he Was made it... me cry. <laughs> he was asking the oh. same question. I'm like, because it just is. That's the answer. I'm well, like, that doesn't, that's not. That wasn't like a good he... enough answer. I'm like, no, it made no sense to me. It, we were, by the way, Littles, we're talking about tap dancing. Yes. Is what I was trying to accomplish. Which here. I thought with his drumming skills, he would have the rhythm. He would I do kind of, have the would, rhythm. You I do have, have the rhythm. You would, just, but you would be able to grasp the technique of tap dancing and you couldn't. You're more of an improv. Basically, you know how people play piano mm -hmm. by ear? That's kind of how I would tap dance. Mm -hmm. I hear the sounds. I hear the rhythms, stuff like that. You just wouldn't have a but clue what says, steps you're doing. Get, let's do a time step. I'm mm -hmm. like, uh, no, a what? No. <laughs> so, so that's the problem. You're trying to tap dance by ear when you're supposed to use your feet. Anyway, let's move on. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? Lionel from the Thundercats. Ooh, that was quick. Oh. Thundercats. Do you know the Thundercats, Roxy? Nope. I've heard of them. <laughs> it's okay. I won't take it personally. Thundercats. Oh, that's Skeletor, right? No, oh. Skeletor is He-Man. He He's He-Man. Mumra oh. oh, is, is Thundercats. Now, see, when you hear this episode, you're going to hear my mad editing skills because I'm taking all of that out because <laughs> I will not be embarrassed like that on my own podcast. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, Brad, thank you so much for taking the time to meet the Littles. This has been fantastic. Is there anything we can plug for you? How can we get in touch with you? Are you on Twitter and all that kind of stuff? So the funny part is I am on Twitter, but I don't know what my hand, what my Twitter <laughs> handle is. I think it's Phillips 3180. You know, it'll say Brad Phillips there and right. from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So if it's anybody else, <laughs> that's probably not me. And I will give a shameless plug for my wife. If anybody is interested in a picture book about our English bulldog that passed away a few years ago, you can find it on Amazon and it's called Today I Feel. It's a little picture book. It has a, he's in a suit. Yeah. That sounds adorable. Oh, are you looking at that? Oh, oh, and that is his Twitter handle. It is his Twitter. Uh -huh. Okay. So yes, cool. All right. So we got that. We'll make sure we put all that in the show that is notes. So cute. He's wearing a tie. Look at that. Oh, that is, that is adorable. And she wrote this. Yes, she wrote it. Uh, she did not illustrate it. One of her, uh, people she went to high school with did the illustrations for, her, but she did write it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You're lucky she's not part of this. Cause that would be the ultimate Barry, the lead of the episode, but that's great. We'll make sure we put that in the that's so I, I often play second fiddle, so it's a, I'm used to it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> join the club. All right. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Oh, over? What am I, an animal? Exactly. That's what it. we like to hear. Love it. All right. Well, Brad, thanks again for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. It's my pleasure. And we promise next time we'll have Reese's Pieces. Yes. Did I say that Excellent. right? Excellent. I think I did. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. 
This is Sam Berger from Suffer, New York, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and thank you, Brad Phillips, so much. Roxy, could we have had more Reese's Pieces talk? Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Chuck there dropped the ball during the Meet the Little segment, and as you all know, we pre-taped those, but now... Now we're back. And Roxy, guess what I have? Oh, boy. <laughs> here you go, Roxy. So Roxy here is going to have a Reese's Pieces. I'm, I've been practicing that because apparently I've been saying it wrong all this time. I, I'm still waiting to hear. I'm going to wait to hear from other littles. Now, Roxy's got her mouth like tied shut, I feel like here. But <laughs> go ahead, Roxy. Just try one. It's not, you're not going to love it. You're not going to hate it, I feel like. That's my guess. Wow, you're a loud chewer, Roxy. <laughs> All right, she didn't spit it out. She didn't spit it out, but it's I, fine. She doesn't love it. She doesn't love it. I. It's. She not, doesn't like peanut butter. It's but not she, my choice. But it, I didn't realize till like we were halfway through that segment where you were confusing Reese's Pieces with Reese's Pieces peanut butter mini cups. I think that's what the official mm-hmm. name mini cups. Mm-hmm. So you thought that was Reese's Pieces. That's not it. I need some water. Yeah. Okay. All right. Have your water, Roxy. Let's get into it. Please welcome back to the podcast, Claire Natola. Hey, Claire. How's it going? It's great. How are you? I'm good. Roxy's taking a sip of water. She's just uh, just tried a Reese's Pieces, and uh, she's uh, she tried what Reese's Pieces. Am I not saying that what, right? What? Wait, what? Why do you say Pieces? <laughs> I don't know. That's what Brad, our guest, just said. Yeah. I mean, I think he was kind of being trying to be funny about it too. No, but the, he said that's how he says it. <laughs> But it doesn't rhyme with species. I mean, okay, wait a minute. No, it's I love that this episode is completely turned into about peanut butter cups and Reese's pieces. Reese's? What is this Reese's pieces? I used to say Reese's pieces. That's what I said. Yes, yes, that's correct. Oh, Reese's pieces. So, okay, so the candy, the name is Reese. Okay. R E E S E. And then it's possessive, so it's apostrophe S. So it's Reese's Pieces. I love that we're getting yeah. the English textbook grammar. grammar version of this now. Okay, that makes <laughs> well, but sense. I mean, but, the th- but the thing is, like, his name isn't Reese because if his name was Reese, then the possessive would be Reese's Pieces. But his name is Reese, so it's Reese's Pieces. Littles. Information, information for, for life. life. <laughs> All right. So we have uh, one word for you, Claire. Yes. Gotcha. gotcha. Oh, my God. Did you guys ever? <laughs> Holy cow. So, okay. Now, granted, I haven't been on the line with you while you've recorded your latest episode. We just got on the line a second Absolutely. ago. So did you talk I in this did, episode about did what not you say did? a word. No, not did yet. Not say oh, a word okay. Because I knew you okay. were coming on and yeah. we knew you wanted to say some, you wanted to have a few words. So, okay, gotcha. Yep. So, on this past Sunday, I was supposed to go out with Littles, friends of mine, Dina in Damascus, Jamie Julian, Jen Babish. We were all going to get together at Waradaka Brewery, which is in Laytonsville, Maryland. And it's where the Summer of Littles is always held for the Maryland right, Littles. Right. And it, this was just girls' day at the brewery. And it was to celebrate my birthday because my birthday was last Wednesday. Yep. But mm-hmm. Jen's next day off after my birthday was Sunday. So it was going to be Jen's day off. Great. Okay, fine. So I pick up Dina <laughs> and we drive to the brewery. 
and I park the car and we get out of the car and there are Jen and Jamie, like right at the parking lot. So I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. They must've just arrived right when we did. So we walk from the parking lot up to this barn structure, which is where they pour the beer and we order our beers. And then we walk out of the barn structure to this lawn area where they have all these picnic tables. And we start walking towards the picnic tables. And then all of a sudden I see this guy who looks like Chuck. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, that's weird. Like there's a guy who looks like Chuck. It's wearing a red and, then, <laughs> and then next to him is a chick who looks like Roxy. So it's like, what? Wait, what? And then I see Sam Berger who was your ride down to Jingle Fest uh -huh. when the three of you all came down from the New York City area. And then I'm like, what the, I, I'm not, okay, I'm not going to You can say swear. what the fuck, so, it's okay, it's, we, that's what I, you said. Oh my God, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so then all of a sudden, I just start seeing all these familiar faces all the just littles coming, start coming out. Coming out of the woodwork, like behind from this shed Yeah, thing, littles, we were all then, basically kind of hiding around yeah. different places. I mean, it's an open oh area, but there were places God. where you could kind of hide. Yeah, people that could potentially be inconspicuous in right. the like right in front of you we put them right in front of you yeah. and then the rest of us we kind of <laughs> scattered it was like a clown car <laughs> you know and then i see my friend steve who's not a little and it's like wait what and then i saw heather and jason miller and then i just started crying yeah i wasn't because... gonna name them because they haven't been on the podcast so i, I oh yeah, my god <laughs> Well, they've got to get on the podcast. Absolutely. Don't worry. It'll happen. I know. It'll I know. happen. I know. But once I saw them, I started crying because they had just been with me on my actual birthday when we went to play trivia right. in Hanover, yep. Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, my God, they were just with me on my birthday. But yet they still came to this thing. Like, I, it just made me weep. Oh. And I just I am completely flabbergasted. And the, so what happened was that Jamie and Dina planned this whole thing and apparently have been planning it for weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yep. I had no clue. And it turns out I've been staying at the Babish's house for the last week. And then here come Irene and Dan Babish. <laughs> and they were there, too. And they kept the secret all week long. I just, I saw or talk to so many people who knew that this was happening and all week long, nobody blew it. Nobody yeah. blew it. Excellent. And then Dina hands me a phone and there's a zoom call. And there are other friends of mine from other States who aren't even littles, both <laughs> littles and non littles. Like the reach of this thing was tremendous. I was completely flabbergasted and, oh and then okay so here's the best part i mean it's not the best part but like everything was the best part so all these people start coming up to me and they're saying happy birthday and i start hugging them and i just start going like down the line hugging people and then i get to this guy that i don't even recognize and i'm like who the hell is this guy right <laughs> and i said to him i said hi i don't know who you are but i'll hug you anyway thanks for coming and he was like my name is bob and i'm a little and i'm like okay <laughs> So then I realized like what's going on and Jamie and Dina did this whole thing. And a few minutes later, I said to Jamie, I was like, who's that guy? And she says, that's Bob. And I was like, yeah, okay. He told me his name is Bob, but who is he? And she said, I met him at my first Jingle Fest, which was five years ago. Whoa. Okay. 
And I was like, well, why is he here? And she said, because he's a friend of yours. And I'm like, I have no idea who this guy is. Well, it turns out she totally thought that he was a little that I know. I've never met him before, but she's known him for five years. So she invited him because she thought that he was one of my friends. And great. Okay. Yeah. The more the merrier, but cool. Okay. So now I have another new friend, but it was really weird because it's like all these people that I know and I love. And then I'm like, wait, who are you? <laughs> well, that is fine. I mean, we actually, I actually spent an extended amount of time with Bob yeah. actually. And really nice guy. Really nice, really nice guy. Very He's nice going to come on the podcast. We're yeah. very excited. Oh, good. So, oh yeah. Now, well now we're Facebook friends and we have yeah. each other's That's phone hilarious. numbers and we're following each other on Instagram and the whole, oh yeah. Right, yeah. Right. I mean, that's by now, amazing. believe me, by now we are old friends. Oh, yeah. You know, so, oh, yeah. yeah he, he was more than welcome. That's but, so um, funny. Yeah. It was just hilarious because it was like, I have no idea. Who, but actually, you know, <laughs> my fear was that he was someone that I met at a jingle fest but forgot his right. name. Mm -hmm. yep. But here's the thing. Even if I forget someone's name, I usually recognize the face. Yeah. I know I've met them. And I didn't even recognize his face. So I'm like, okay, is this the Twilight Zone? Like, what's no, happening? No, I totally understand. There was someone else there. And I... I'm blanking on the name now. And I thought it was someone I met at Jingle Fest and I was feeling horrible because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the only mm. person I can't remember their name. And mm -hmm. it turned out to be someone I had never met before. So right. that made me feel good. But yeah, <laughs> so that was crazy. I mean, they, Dina and they got Jamie you. really worked hard. Yeah. And yeah. Oh my God. Gotcha. They, they knocked it out of the park, all of you. And I just want to give a huge thank you to everybody who came, everybody who helped plan that. I mean, I told Dean and Jamie, I can die happy now. And I re I know that that sounds crazy, but that was the most tremendous thing that. Well, the backstory is that you had commented a few months ago that you had never had a surprise party or something. Yeah, I guess there was a Friday Five question yes, about right, surprise right. parties. Yeah, yeah. Was, I don't remember the specific question, but I think it was something like, you know, have you ever been the recipient or whatever? But I remember that I said that I've thrown a couple of really cool surprise parties, but I've never actually been the recipient right. of one. And right. so that was what prompted them apparently months ago to decide that yeah. someday they were going to do this for me. And that, oh my God, it blew my mind. And I am just still absolutely walking on air. It's an incredible feeling. I cannot thank all my friends enough. And everybody who came, especially from a distance, I mean, my God, there were... You guys from New York, Sam from New Jersey, the Millers from Pennsylvania, DC was there, Maryland was there, Virginia was there. Yeah. Eric reminded me that I was there and I live in Vermont. You know, I mean, it's like, holy cow. There were two dozen people there. And so, yeah, I should tweet the group photo so people who only know me through Twitter can take a look at it. It was yeah. really, it was fantastic. Well, first of all, again, happy birthday. Yes. And Thank you. Thank you for coming on and sharing the experience because, I mean, that well, was, it was, it was such great. a fun day. Yeah. Thank you for allowing me to come back on again because I think I might have already done five mediocre minutes. So it was a this long was time like, ago, though. We haven't yeah. talked about it in a long time. <laughs> it's been oh, quite a while. So, all right. Well, Claire, here's to many, many more. Yes. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope so. I mean, I hope I don't die happy soon. But, you know, <laughs> right. when I do, when I do, I'll be happy. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Yep. Bye-bye. Roxy, always good to talk to Claire. Always good. Always great. And, of course, special shout-out, Sam Berger, who somehow always makes sure we arrive to these events safe and sound. So yes. thank you so much, Sam, for the help in getting us down there for this yep. surprise party, which was a lot mm -hmm. of fun. So we're glad to be able to partake in that. 
All right, Roxy, that's all the time we have. Let's get out of here. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Everything is there. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And don't forget, if you do listen to us on Apple and iTunes, don't forget to give us a nice rate and review over there. Once again, thank you, Brad Phillips, for all the Reese's Pieces. Reese's Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces is what I'm going to say. Well, for Brad, in honor of Brad. So thank you for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate it. And remember, if you need a grip for your stick, go to stickgrip.com. And if you need fog-free eyewear, go to fogfreeeyewear.com. If you need books, lots of books, go to aaronsbooks.com. And the most important part is don't forget to use the code. Don't be a dope. LL Pod. Bye. I want to stay married. Let me tell you about this girl that I know People say her smile seems to glow She wanted to step out of the box Sick of feeling like a prop Didn't wanna blend in She learned confidence is key To her to be herself now I'm proud to tell that girl is me I'm not your average puzzle piece I don't give in or give up I'll always know that I'm enough I'm not your average puzzle piece Puzzle piece, I don't get
The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. I have no idea who this guy is. Oh, yeah.